Well, she wanted a shout-out, so I'll give it to her. Jamie ruined everything. We're late because of Jamie. How dare she? Levac and Gaz. And we're back! It is a Tech East Tuesday officially from the beautiful studios here at Tech East. Fire and water restoration, or as Gaz would say, back in together in studio. Yeah, yes. here we are. Yes, we I can are. touch you again, Levac. I'd prefer if you didn't. Oh. I'd prefer if you didn't. Um, but no, uh, it, it's, of course, you know, Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal. Check us out online at tefirewater.com. Um, little, uh, little like, teaser. That vehicle that's starting right now, that's going to be the Empire truck, just so you know. Really? Uh, yes, that one right there. That's Whoa. the new Empire truck. Oh, I, th- I didn't know whose vehicle that was. It's, well, who else is? It's Mike. It's Mike uh, Cordes. Um, but... You know, he loves he loves both his babies, Tech East. Well, actually, I'm sorry, I should say all three. His daughter, Tech East, and the Empire. Those are his three children. He loves them all um, equally, actually. Which don't tell his daughter. Um, but <laughs> but no, uh, it's it's uh, it's good to be back. I am going to be perfectly bluntly honest with everyone. I have had a day. I have had a day. So if there's a chance that I'm going to um, just lose it, just lose, just it's today. It's today. Someone's going to get smashed. Right. As always, you can watch us live on Techies Fire and Water Restoration's Facebook page, as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube. And it looks like Gaz's Twitter today because, well, Gaz loves himself. At Tom Gaz, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. <laughs> uh, for anyone who's looking to be blocked, just go ahead and F with me right now. At the Jeff Levac. <laughs> um, we also are available on uh, uh, just, uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, Apple's Peaches, Pumpkin Pie. Whoever's not ready, holler I. Um, is another place you can find us. And uh, you should argue against I, you. I don't know. You went so yeah. fast, you might be right on that yeah. one. And um, also, I don't know if you've uh, heard of geocaching. Certain geocaches play us uh, around around the clock. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what that means, but I'll agree. Right. So <laughs> I knew you wouldn't, and I knew I could get away with it. So I went with it. A um, lot of lot of great football. Actually, a lot of terrible football. Two really great games is probably the best way to put it. Recently. You know, the, the Sunday night game, Raiders-Chargers, phenomenal game, people talking about it, all that stuff. National championship game, a story of two halves. You know, the first half was stinky doo-doo. You know, it was kind of boring. I almost went to sleep. And then the second half happened, and all hell broke loose as the Georgia Bulldogs uh, take out the Alabama Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide go down 33-18, to 18, and – uh yeah, I nailed that one. That was me. I had that one. Yeah, had we both one. had the Georgia yeah. winning that one, man. I like that. Uh, I like how you set that up, too, because that first half was so awful. I don't know how anybody could even twist it into saying it was good football. I had a decision to make at one point in the first quarter. Either continue watching this national championship game or put on bubble guppies to put my kid to bed. <laughs> and then I went with bubble guppies. And then when he was already asleep, I thought, do I go back to Bubble Guppies? Because it's that bad right now. It was so well. Awful. It was a compelling. It was a very special Bubble Guppies. Uh, that I don't know. I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh, one of the Bubble Guppies learns that uh, you know a, a frat house, uh, you know, for a prank, swallowed a whole bunch of uh, Bubble Guppies. What it a was, bizarre show! Four I've fingers, no legs. Anyways, uh, so I went back to the title game, and rightfully so, because the end was great. Like you said, uh, the back. Who were you forth, waving to, by the way? Somebody just left. Oh, I don't know if they, they went, they went there, that way. Apparently. Some, Looked like our friend Andre, who's a big Buccaneers fan, actually. Oh, I know you mean. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it was a great game at the end. And good for Georgia. You know, Levesque, at the end of that game, we see this all the time, whether it's football, baseball, hockey, whatever sport it is, that celebration when a team wins a championship. There was something different about that celebration on the field for Georgia. Kirby <laughs> Smart had gone over 4 against Saban. 
SEC championships, national championships. I'm trying to think back of a team, a school, a coaching staff. Like, I'm getting chills thinking about it. That was so excited to win. Like, I'm not even a Georgia fan, but look, the pro athletes, we've seen dynasties, right? We've seen the Bradys and the Warriors and, you know, the Penguins in the NHL. Like, we've seen teams win multiple championships, the Giants and World Series. That one was different last night where you could feel like, oh, my God. Finally, we beat them. Finally, yeah. we're getting the credit we deserve to be one of the top dogs, pun intended, in the country. <laughs> I love when they did the coming back from a commercial and they showed like all the places that Smart worked for for Saban. Like I thought that was a really cool, you know, way to kind of show it. Like you know, and now the and now the pupil has become the master. You know, like it's it was it was cool. It was a good thing. Um, Stetson Bennett the fourth, which is the perfect name for a villain in an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> Um, I mean, it took everything I had not to like just start poking fun at him. He was like straight ugly crying, like he was so happy, he was so taken. He was, I mean, just if if he started snot bubbling live on camera, I would not have been like, oh, I'm shocked that happened. He was ugly crying on camera, and I went from this like like knee jerk, you know, machismo reaction of like, oh, look at the dude crying, like loser. To like, wow, that's a great moment. Good for him. And then watching my Good Morning America this morning, where he clearly has not slept at all yet. They like poured coffee down his throat. Like, here, go out there. <sighs> He's like two Rumpelman shots deep at that. Like on the way out. <laughs> I like to offer this advice for any sideline reporter, podcast, radio, television host. If you ever see the athlete shrug their shoulders, they don't want to do the interview anymore. Like that's the ultimate. Like, <laughs> no more questions. I want out. You know, sure. Levesque used to tell me this when I was producer, right? The old turtle. Like, if they yeah. go like this, That's they don't want turtle. anything to do with this anymore. Right. Poor Stenson Bennett's turtling all the time. Like, yeah. come on. Can I, I go? Thought, can I go? Can I just right. go with my teammates and hang out? Hey, I walked on, left, went to a, a Juco, came back, and I won a national championship. And I'd like to go celebrate some more. If That's okay with everyone. I'm, I'm probably not going to be anything big in the NFL. This is my moment. Let me go celebrate some more. Or or sleep, one or the other. I don't I don't really care which. Cool, cool game all the way around. Like I, I tell you though, if you're if you're if your team drafts a defensive player from Georgia or Alabama, you just gotta feel good about the world right now. Like that just those two defenses. Um, I, I like the Georgia guys just because I heard about the adjustments they made. Like you, you heard about big old Jordan Davis, number 99, going, Yeah, dude, we we just didn't have legs at the end of the game. So like, he's leaving interviews to go run. And like as a big fella, you know, just like, hey, I'm gonna go run. <laughs> okay, whatever. Like, I love the work they put in. And I love it worked out for them. I think when you evaluate Georgia, I hope. I hope when you people look back in this Georgia defense, it's a huge compliment, but it's true. They might revolutionize the way in which we watch defense at the NFL level. And what I mean by that is, if you were to put all these guys in a room, the eleven starters besides Jordan Davis, so take him out of it. But like the other, he's 10, two linebacker, cornerback safety i can't tell who's who like they're such good athletes yeah. they're all so big strong and fast you could find like maybe a cornerback's a little bit skinnier a linebacker's more built all these guys if you told the corner he's got to go play inside linebacker he could do it if you gotta tell the outside linebacker he's got to go play safety he could do it if you gotta tell the other kid to go to play defensive they just have the 11 best football players on their defense there's a great play at the end of the game the fourth quarter where george is up and uh bryce young throws a pass and they show the defensive line and they're crawling like actual dogs <laughs> at Bryce Young in the fourth quarter. I'm like, yo, that is some intensity 
that is not on any football teams. You can find like some champion teams where you're crawling to get the QB like it's an August drill with the coach. Those guys are well, awesome. and you can see that the the Georgia defense was burnt. Like they they were they didn't have anything. It was it was like a Hulk Hogan moment. Like oh, the Hulk's just got nothing left, and then like he shakes and gets up and he like kicks your ass. Like that's kind of what it felt like. It was like dude, they're getting worked. They're getting pushed around a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple big plays, a couple big interception, all the, and here they are, and they're right back in it. They're shaking, you know, dropping a leg on on Saban in Alabama. I'm, is it a fair criticism that Bryce Young is not ever going to be an NFL quarterback? Ooh, yeah, that is that one on you. Yeah, he did. Uh, it was weird because the broadcast was saying that too. Like, well, Mac Jones, he's in the NFL. Uh, he's already better than Tua. People are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the first quarter, Chris. <laughs> first, uh, if I had to, I guess I'd stack them up against those three. If it, I had to say Mac Jones, Tua, Jalen Hurts, he's got to be in the conversation too. He's got a lot more season to play. But if I had to rank him, I'd put him fourth just because those guys are so good. Like, they're all starters in the NFL. Uh, he was the best player in the country this past year. His hype around him next year is going to be unreasonable. But, yeah, he's a lot smaller than some of those guys. He's not faster than Hurts. He's not a better passer than Jones. All the stuff that he's going to be evaluated against, other Alabama quarterbacks in certain skill sets are better. So he's just got an offseason where he's got to work. And the way he talks and the way he works, he might be even better next season. Are you willing to admit you screwed up your Heisman vote? And then you should have given it to Aiden Hutchinson like you talked about all season long. <laughs> Are you willing to admit that you that you dropped the ball on this one, Gazi Bear? No, no. <sighs> wow. There was wow. A, Go down with that ship, why don't you? <laughs> to make it feel better for you, Lebec, there was a moment in the game where uh, my wife looks at me. She goes, hey, isn't that the guy you voted for for the Heisman? He's not doing too good. I'm like, all right, enough out of you over there. All right, no, he had a great season. No, no, no. He, yeah. uh, Hutchinson's really good, too, though. Second place. First place. Number one in your hearts. Um, Liz Levac and guys, we're live here at Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal. Check us out online, tefirewater.com. National Championship is behind us. Um, I like, <laughs> I, I felt like, like you're, you're younger, so you probably never had this moment. When you were a little kid leading up to Christmas, did you ever go through the Toys R Us catalog and just start circling toys that you wanted to make sure Santa would bring you? When I was a little kid, yeah. But kids will never have that because it's the internet. You can't circle the friggin'. You probably check it on like Amazon. Here, mom, send this to friggin' Saint Nick. Um, sorry, Santa for saying friggin' Saint Nick. Um, I felt like that last night with Jordan Davis. I'm like, if there's any way on God's green earth, like I don't care if he has like a like a weird story come out or whatever that he could end up in silver and black this year, next year. And 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 the Raiders' defensive line is actually solid as all hell, but. That guy is just different. Like, you see certain people on the field and they don't look like anybody else. <laughs> like, he looks like three somebody else's together as one. I would, what I would give to have that dude in silver and black. You know, the Raiders, too. And you know this the Raiders old school was biggest, fastest, strongest. Yeah. That's how right? always the fastest, whoever always. the fastest is. There, it just makes me think about when Warren Sapp left Tampa and went to Oakland. Isn't yeah. that kind of what they wanted him to be like Jordan Davis? Like, hey, Warren, just take up two gaps. Like, you know, let him be right. playmaker once. No, Jordan Davis could be like Vince Wilfork, Tony Saragusa, play 10 plus years in the league and just get double teamed every play. And he'll have a fine career doing it. Yeah. And, and well, I mean, like Vita Vea, you know, like, like, uh, like Maori from Moana over there That's in right. Tampa. Like he's, he's, he's somebody I always thought was going to end up on, on the Raiders. But this Jordan Davis would be going with top five, probably. 
in this quarterback class, unless the quarterback starts screaming up the board. Oh, yeah, I would take him top five. I don't know why Kuiper. Yeah, I would. I mean, he's one of the best players in the country. Yeah. Yes, I don't know if Kuiper McShare going to. There's no one else that, like but, him. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing else. Like he reminds me of what was it Mount Cody? Like all those big nose tackles. You come out like Bama. Mm-hmm. Everybody would go nuts over, but they were just giant humans that you like. Literally, I just it, like just I'll just stand here and you're gonna have to run around me. It's under three yards to get to the line of scrimmage. Where he's got that size, but he also is athletically gifted. One of my favorite lines about any NFL team, you can go back to the days of like Courtney Brown for Penn State, Mario Williams for NC State. If that guy walks into your office as an NFL team and walks out and you say, we're not going to take him, how? (laughs) If he's that big, that strong, that good, and he leaves, and you're like, "Ah, I don't think so. I don't don't see it. (laughs) I don't know. Not quite sure about him. Well, he just like, has that factor. Yeah. If this is like last year, you know, oh, there's much quarterbacks, as much of this, much of that, like whatever. I, I just don't see anything that like obviously Aiden Hutchinson uh, was a Thibodeau there. Like those guys, uh, fine, fine edge rushers. Hey, after that, who's who? Who's better? Some old linemen, maybe top five. Okay, if you want to slide down to wherever the the Raiders end up, I won't be mad about it. Won't judge everybody else. It happened. I'd love it. That's the other thing, like, is whoever, like, you're, the, as we see, like, the, you know, rotation of new coaches, new GMs, all these things come in. I was, I kind of just, can, if I end up needing a new GM in, in Vegas, can I get a, can I get a gunslinger? Can I get a guy who goes, like, like, sure, Mayak is not afraid to draft people that nobody else wants, like Letterwood, who gets offsides all the time. Um, but, you know, trade up and get, get me, get me a little, a little JD in my life. Little, little little double nines. I wouldn't, yeah. You know, you're secure for a long time with me. You pull that deal off. That'd be great. Well, that guy's live here at uh, Techie's Fire and Water Restoration Thursday. We are going to be over at uh, Mohawk Honda. That's right. 2022 Levac. We're talking about champions, a new start to the year, new vehicles, new you. How about a new ride? You can do it at Mohawk Honda. Like you said, four to five thirty, we'll be broadcasting live. Shout out to our guy Nate, who will help us and hopefully, um, prevent anything from breaking or the table. Hopefully, Lindsey Herodin will be there as well, helping us. Did you tell Nate we were going? Uh, I'll text him tomorrow. Do you actually have his number? I I think this is the right Nate this time. (laughs) I know Nate is a good person. wouldn't ignore my text, and I found out because I was texting the wrong person and the wrong number. No, he's like cursing out poor Nate over at Mohawk, and I'm like, Look at this list of people that I love at Mohawk, right? <laughs> Lindsay, Greg Johnson, and the McKenna's, and John and Service, and MJ. I could go through the list more and more. Nate, I know you're on that list because now you respond to my text because I'm texting the right number. That's how close oh, we are. He never, he never did not return a text. You just didn't text him. It's like that gif, right? <laughs> Think about it. Can't get back to you. I'm like, wow, he gets back. We, he and I talk like twice a day. What is going on? What are you doing? Get the new vehicle, Mohawk Honda, in Glenville. Wherever you're listening across upstate New York, it is worth the drive to Glenville to find your new ride. Work with people you can trust during the car buying experience. Levac and I have done it. Do the same for yourself. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Rolling with the uh, with with the football. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do the uh, not so rapid recap. Kind of the way I look at the when we did the picks for this for this week. There's games that matter. There's games that didn't. And I don't want to go crazy on the games that didn't matter. But uh, let's let's just roll through it. Uh, you know, let me know if you got something to say about it. Uh, KC wins twenty eight to two twenty four over Denver. Vic Fangio out. I will point something out. We're hearing more and more requests to interview more and more coaches. I'm still not hearing Eric Bieniemy's name. 
Is the bloom off the rose there with uh, with Bienemy? Is that is that done? Is that is that over? He has to be such a horrendous interview. <laughs> He's got to be. I mean, there's people. I don't care what you do for a living. You have a friend. Hell, it could be a family <laughs> member. You're like, I think you're gonna get the job. At others, you're like, no. Like, why are you so bad at this? Eric Bienemy has to be the worst interview because, like you said, the resume is there, the skill set is there, the production is there. He just must be terrible at interviewing. So yeah, I, I guess I'm. They must have got around that just. He can't lead pro athletes. Like, he's not going to be the rah rah guy in the locker, and that means a lot to some people. It's got to be like the offense fell off a little bit this year, but the defense has been so much better. But, like, is it, it's got to be like, well, you can't win without Andy Reid or Pat Mahomes. And maybe nobody's ever told him. Maybe he's got like halitosis. Maybe he's got like stinky breath. I don't know. He's, it's just, I, I feel like he's, he's toast, especially you, people already interviewing, you know, everybody who's involved with the Bills, everybody who's, who's involved with the Bucks, everybody's, all those interviews are coming out there. No, nobody's nobody's even taking a sniff of that stinky breath, the enemy. And this is the one. Of He's all his of own the... worst, the enemy. I've heard. Oh. Do we have it? Do we have the drum thing on here? I, don't even, know. I don't even know where it is. Oh, no, no, no. There you go. That's probably better. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. All right, we found right, it. Blue. Uh, the enemy should take the Denver job because that division that is stacked. And... Well, plus you get to hurt. You hurt them. You know, yes, but but realistically, is who does Aaron Rodgers want is probably the better question. Yeah, and that's the the parting shot of Vic Fangio in that final press conference. Like, look at the division, right? I mean, they all got great quarterbacks. We don't. Like, damn, Vic, what? I mean, you had to go torch everybody on the way out. Yeah, I guess so. Um, are you shocked that he was defensive? No, <laughs> I mean, he is one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. Sadly, the head coach. Sure, he's defensive when he left. He's, it's his calling card. It's what he does. 17-13 final. Man football. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, um, I was shocked that Denver was ever in that game, to be honest with you, because they don't have a quarterback, because Casey's defense has been so freaking good. And uh, guy Pat Mahomes, still, still decent at the football. Uh, Dallas, I thought Philly was going to give Dallas a fight. Just, like, Dallas is, in spite of their head coach, in whatever else is going on, they seem to be pretty damn good at football. Uh, 51-26, they beat Philadelphia. Again, Philadelphia banged up, COVID, this, that, and the other thing. Didn't have as much to play for. I still thought they would just man up and, and give Dallas a fight. Wasn't the case. Since we're doing, since I'm doing the coaching thing off the rip, Dan Quinn helping Kellen Moore doing mock interviews for him so that he knows what to expect when he interviews for a head coaching job. Is that like that's one of those weird ones? Like he either really, really likes him or really, really effing hates him. <laughs> There's no in between. It's one or the other. Oh, this <laughs> scam likely. How about that? How about how about that? Phone call comes in for me, and my phone is even like, yo, I don't know. This is probably a scam. <laughs> I saw it buzzed next to me. I, I was like, oh, who does Levac know named Sean? Was that's like, what I thought too at first. Scam. I almost want to answer it. Uh yeah. <clears throat> With the Dallas situation. This is a classic move now that we have mobile betting. We'll get to more about mobile betting probably later in the week, the cool things that are going on. Of Oh, Jalen Hurts isn't playing? Rushing, by the way. Me too. Uh, oh, Gardner Minshew? Oh, no. Delete. Get the bet out of there. Where do See, we I thought Gardner Minshew was going to be fun. Yeah. Because, again, he's playing for a job. Like, there's guys out there. We'll talk about one of the games. I think that's the whole, the whole thing to pay attention to is you have guys out there playing for a job with guys trying to play for next week. I thought Minshew would go out there and, you know, have a little fun out there. Get the, old, get the hair flowing. You get the old Mississippi mud flapper going, you know, that little Texas waterfall happening, a ah, little mullet. Nah, nothing, uh, nothing. Happen. Poop, poop from the Eagles. Um, speaking of poop, have you watched the Giants game? Oh, 
Because you'd be the only one. No one was there when they got their asses whipped 22 to 7 uh, by the Washington football team, soon to have a name. Um, dude, somebody's legitimately getting pulled over right now in front of Techies Fire and Water Restoration on Central Ave. Levac, it's right in front of us. I yeah. want to turn the camera so bad. I don't think that's illegal. I don't think we can do that either. Uh, so we won't turn the camera, but it is right noon to us right here. Uh, the thing with the Giants, I don't know how we want to handle this Giants story because we could save a little bit of that GM talk and head coach talk. Look happy oh, he's ticked. Oh, he's not happy. We could save some of that for our Thursday show for Mohawk Honda because we have so much on our plate here for this show. But for the Giants on that final game, my goodness, Giant fan, like you want to be embarrassed and, and be so disappointed in that team. One of the great stats this season was Kenny Galladay had less touchdowns in 2021 than Andrew Thomas, the offensive lineman. <laughs> I heard that. It's just, it just, it doesn't, it's not right. It's a, like, I, you see that performance, right? Or lack thereof. And that we're not, we're just, we're not going to even talk about Judge's job. Like, this is legitimately one of those situations where you're going to go get a GM. And if, if head, if a head needs to roll, you're going to let that be the first thing the new GM does, right? Like, a new GM comes in and, like, literally goes, I could have this guy who, I, and I like Judge. I think, I think this is a really bad year. I think he had a very good year last year. I like Judge. If I could have Judge or Flores, I'm going. I'm going Brian Flores. Yes, all day, every day. Same pedigree. Well, similar pedigree. You know, and and he's he's successful. It's good. I just think the New York media and Brian Flores would be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, hysterical. I got a lot more on that. I want to save that for Thursday's show, though. So, Jesus. Giants fan, there is there go. anything you want to talk about today, guys? No, that's it. That's it. Just Giants stuff. Well, hi, out. I'm guys. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's leaving everybody's leaving tech he's going look somebody got pulled over out front yeah so want to turn around and look at it oh watch. there's a lot of ice over here where uh where matt woods the uh the, the guy who sells all our tickets for the empire that was matt woods yeah you didn't realize that? oh man he looks a lot older i didn't realize that was matt woods he's an old man now he's like 24 i know he looks a lot older than i remember him <laughs> i remember like, we bucked back I in saw, the Hobart days i saw a picture of you and i with Derek lewis the black beast and, and uh john falante and the two of us, I had like this friggin' flowing hair going. You look like a baby. And then now just I look like I ate the guy with the flowing hair. You were you have a baby. Uh, I look like I'm gonna have a baby. There goes Jamie. Jamie looks there so she wonderful. goes. Look how beautiful. Jamie, she's, she's throwing up she's, deuces. No gang great. symbols. There's like police Please. officer right there. Um <laughs> She throws up gang symbols. It's weird. It's weird. She's eating the ice. Oh, oh she might go. She's she might go. One. She's a, <laughs> this God, she's so up. there's like everything. At Tech East, like out front, is completely clean. There's one path to get over to where, like, a lot of us park on the side of the building. It's a sheet of ice. It's a sheet of ice. And no one seems to realize you should walk off into, like, the, like, the dirt a little bit. And they all try to walk the path. So I'm just, like, watching it going, like, kind of want to fix it. Kind of don't want to fix it. I don't know where the rock salt is here. Don't see. I'm the one person at Tech East who doesn't actually do anything. Don't tell everybody else. Everybody else works their ass off. Our GM Jeremy's one of the hardest working dudes in the world. Mike Quarter, the owner. I don't know anybody who works more than that guy. Don Jay, even Paulie's weird ass. He works hard. Me, I talk about work. It's great. So I just see this stuff. I'm like, hey, there's ice out there, and everybody's like, oh, do something about it. I'm like, I just did. Talked about it. It's my job. That looks tough. Somebody should get on that. I do. Yeah. Before somebody falls on it, you know what I'm saying? So. 
I'm actually going to wipe out of the way out of here and own half this place. It's going to be great. Um, take that, Mike. <laughs> Friends since kindergarten, now business partners, whether you like it or not. All right, um, moving, moving on from the terrible Giants and the accident that is them to whatever else is going on. Um, it's rare that you see a 27-10 score, and it does not accurately portray the ass-whooping that the Bills gave the Jets. Um, Jets in it into the third quarter score-wise, but what, 53 yards of total offense? Um, pestered the Bills, uh, annoyed the Bills. Bills get it done. Bills win the AFCs. Watching Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, the running backs are finally getting it. Oh, Singletary especially. Ah, Jet fan, it feels like you guys are light years away from each other because just simple plays, like there's a play where Josh Allen's rolling to the right. He's getting pressured by the Jets. He steps back and throws it 55 yards on a dime and just misses a wide receiver. I'm like, oh my God, what a play. And I thought, I've never seen anything like that for the Jets the entire year. Like, even yeah. an incomplete pass yeah. looked good for the Bills in comparison to the Jets. The Jets, for years, have had no offense. It's not even a Bulls or Rex Ryan thing. I just, it's Joe Douglas just not finding the pieces. It's just nothing can move on that offense. And yeah, Buffalo wins the division. Shout out to the Bills Mafia for all that big victory right there. Is Wilson like the youngest guy to ever come out of BYU? <laughs> I thought everybody who came out of BYU was like my age. I thought, like, like the adults. Right. Like, <laughs> How the hell he come out of BYU looking like that? I do like he. It seems like he's gotten rid of the samurai headband, which is a which is a win. That's a big step in the right direction. I feel like the the future is bright for Gangrene now. It really like if Makai Becton gets off his fat ass literally, um, I can say that I'm fat. And uh, you know, they draft this year like they had like like they did last year. I could see. I think there's there's good things in the future for for the you know old big game Bob Sala and, and the Jets. I that, feel like they're on the way. That's the key right there. Two first round picks, two second round picks, the 69th nice pick in the third <laughs> round. Uh, big draft for the Jets coming up. That's the team. Months from now has the most important draft on the way, and maybe the Eagles as well too. But those two teams are one two. Giants too, right? Giants got the two first got round picks, picks, and yep. yeah. So well, it depends. We just don't know who the. We, we don't know who's shopping for the groceries at this moment, right. to quote Mr. Parcells, Coach Parcells. Uh, Browns t- took out the Bengals, kind of. I mean, I don't know who played in this game. I, I really I don't. not sure. 21-16 final score. Game meant nothing, and it looked like it. There it is. That's all I got on that. Baker didn't play. Maybe he'll be back next season. Cleveland Radio can argue about that for the next eight months. Yeah, and, uh, you know, listen, maybe the Bengals should have used all their starters. You know, I think they – Selfish of them. There's a chance, you know, all those fans <laughs> paid for tickets. I think it's rude of them cowards. to rest up for the first round of the playoffs. It's you garbage. Cowards. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you're rusty. Rested versus rust. We'll do that debate on Thursday. Look, now I'm going to push everything to Thursday. How do you feel about it now, Gaz? <laughs> I love it. Easy to promote. <laughs> Tuesday. Packers. I feel like the Packers did everything in their power to lose to the Lions, ultimately end up winning 37-30. This is one of these games you rush to your phone and you hear, like, Aaron Rodgers playing. Wait, wait, what? No, he's not. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, just turn it on. He's not out there. No, he was. Was he? Hang on. That was that game. Good for Detroit. Good victory. But it freaks people out because Packer fan did see Aaron Rodgers at some yeah. point on the field taking snaps. Yeah. I mean, again, he played. Where you at, Bengals? Joe Burrow. Go Tigers. Um, <laughs> in the in the uh, in the in the battle of you ain't gonna be here next week. Vikings give a going away present present to uh, Don Zimmer. Oh, Don, 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 yeah, Zimmer, you know. R.I.P. Mike, Mike Zimmer. R.I.P. Don oh, Zimmer. Don Zimmer. How dare I besmirch your good name? You would never wear purple, sir. Uh, 31-17 over the Bears. Uh, so so Zimmer gets a going away gift. Nagy just has to go away. And move 
best, more so for Chicago. They fired both. And actually, both teams did the same thing. They both fired yeah. their GMs too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. It's well, it's weird when you when when you keep one without the other. It just seems weird to me. So I think it's a good thing. I can see maybe the Vikings. Who, uh, <laughs> I, nothing's going on. Nothing to see here. Is None of Val our Venus. That's that's, that? that's 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 Jay Venus actually. <laughs> One of our one of our greats right Strange here. Big dance. Pats fan. Very excited about the world. That's a guy, Jay. Very excited about the Pats. Yeah, Vikings and Bears fans. There you go. The future is coming in the next few weeks. Big decisions <laughs> to make. Yeah, the future is coming. Yeah, might be good. Hot take. Why not? Speaking of playing for a job versus playing to play one more week, Jags 26-11 over the Colts. Upset of all upsets. Is Frank Reich overrated? No, I'm not going to go that far, but this has to be in the conversation of one of the biggest upsets. This is it. This is the biggest upset of the year. Biggest upset of yeah, the year. Your fan base showed up dressed like clowns. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately came to get their entire staff fired. And you lost to them. You lost to the Jags in Jacksonville. There were people that were confident that if Indianapolis got to the postseason, they would have been the most dangerous yeah. team in the AFC. Because By the matchups... Yeah, <laughs> me and Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. yeah, if they'd actually got in because of the matchup potential. That's more upsetting than anything. You agree with Dan Orlovsky? Yeah, what the hell? Like, well, yeah, what's wrong with you? The matchup was right there for him. I feel yeah. for our guy, Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. We'll get to him in a second. I'm that's sure. karma. That's a tough loss, man. I that feel is. for Colts that stinks. fans. That stinks. Oh, that stinks. See, the worst team in the NFL you're playing the final week of the season. One of the hottest teams, and you can't win, and you lose by double digits. Yeah. Seriously, one of the biggest upsets the last five years in the NFL. About this too, though. The Jags beat the Bills, and <laughs> you know what I mean? they beat the Bills and the Colts. the Colts. They beat two of the best teams in the AFC. What the? What, it was, it don't make no kind of. Like that's live from Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Not so rapid recap. Moving on. Uh, Big Ben is not big gone yet, but uh, just one step closer. Sixteen uh, thirteen Steelers beat the Ravens. Um, Ravens, every game was ugly, just not every game was winnable. Apparently they just kept showing Lamar Jackson, like freezing on the sideline. <laughs> like, like what? It's a, just let him go inside. He doesn't need to sit out there. Just let him go inside. He's not doing anything to help. He's freezing. They just keep showing him it. it you know, I got to deal with one more week of, of, of dirty old big Ben. It, just let Lamar Jackson go inside, please. And think if you're a Raven fan, if you win that game, your team is in the postseason, despite all of the injuries that that team has had since August. With the running backs in and out, they almost did it. Pittsburgh, enough at the end. That was a great one o'clock game. That was classic <sighs> no, Pittsburgh ball. Ben's still around. I look, look, I got nothing against the I, Steeler fan has been very good to me. I'll tell you why coming up very shortly. I actually went from Steeler fan being like my mortal enemy to Steeler fan and I get along just fine right now. But uh, I hate Big Ben. Like, if if Big Ben got, like, three-way sacked by, like, you know, whoever. I don't even care what players hit him. Patrick Queen or everybody. And he just exploded on the field, and they still won. I'd be okay with the Steelers. I just hate Big Ben. I'm just over it. Soon, Levesque, it'll be over for you. Your hatred of Big Ben has been there for years, and it's almost He's going to do – no, he'll do something. Something. He'll find a way. He'll find a way. Just come out of retirement? He'll, no, either that or like he'll he'll like go play for Jacksonville Sharks or something. I'll have to see him twice a year in the NAL. <laughs> Some crap like that. I'll be like, damn it. Um <laughs> now I'm thinking about him owning a team. And then like you guys gotta hang out at like president meetings and owner meetings, just you and Roethlisberger hanging out. 
I'll be staying away from the bathroom. Uh, Titans <laughs> survive the Texans 28 to 25. Uh, Titans get it done. They're, they are the uh, number one seed. I think that's a big, big deal. I think KC is very banged up. If you uh, if, if KC had a week to rest, they might run rough shot through the AFC. So good job, Titans. You get you get uh, King Henry back, but you still have Ryan Turtahill. So I'm not going to go ahead and predict you going much farther than the first or second round. Not a great game. I thought Tennessee would blow them away. Again, I, it's so weird how week 18 I thought differently about these divisional By the way, dogs. If you just heard that burp, I apologize. Excuse me. Uh, our guy Tom wrote in from Johnson Supply. Cannot wait to listen to the show today to hear all the credit you guys are going to give to the Titans. Okay, I, I, I really like Mike Vrabel. I may like Mike Vrabel more than anyone who's ever worn that filthy Patriots uniform or worked for Ohio State. I may, I may make, I may like him more than anybody who's ever done that. I just, I the problem is Tannehill. I hate Ryan Tannehill. I've got this question for trivia this week. Not guys. as much as Big Ben, but I hate him. Guys, Wait, are we going to give a little, a little teaser for trivia? It is a little t- right, trivia. Round four, question five. I'm going to ask everybody trivia Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. For more information, right. check out the guys at the media trivia video. Ooh. That the Tennessee Titans are the number one seed in the AFC. Right. How many teams do you think will get that answer right this week? Percentage. Oh, I want to do the question. Well, who's the number one seed in the AFC? I think you know Tennessee it. Tennessee Titans. Okay. <laughs> how many How many people do you think actually will know that answer? That kind of talks to the popularity or lack thereof nationally of the Titans, and maybe this is the year where they well, have and the to new system through, too, where it's sure. like you know only one buy and all that other stuff, and all we're talking about is all these teams playing. I I, I think I'd be pretty disappointed if somebody didn't know. I'll put it at 75%. Do you get a lot of football fans? Like when you ask NFL questions, we, no, all right, then, no. then lower 50, 50 or less. You're going to get a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, uh, New England Chiefs Patriots. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs, Bills, teams they know, yep. teams they've heard of before. You know, a lot of, a lot of Albany Empire answers, I would think. Hey. That should be a bonus point. If somebody gets that, they should get half a point. If somebody guesses Albany Empire for uh, number one seed in the AFC. Which, speaking of, I got to go back and check yeah. this. Um, you might be taking somebody out to, Dinner soon, well, right? No, we're, we. Oh, I thought it was a youth thing. We are happy hour. Well, happy hour action. Is it, it is, Justin our winner? It is. It Shout is. out to Justin, man. Congratulations. Who wants to reach out to him? You or me? We'll do this on <clears> you. Okay. I don't do work. If I, especially since obviously I'm picking up the tab. <laughs> it is a Godzilla Media Contest, too. So I think yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Godzilla Media Contest that I get to pay for. <laughs> the Godzilla is now costing me money. How do all right. Um, so yeah, congrats, congrats, Titans for barely beating one of the three worst teams in the NFL. Congratulations. There you go. There's the credit, Tommy. You're looking there for you one of the three where you barely beat them. Didn't even come close to cover. Uh, Saints over Falcons, thirty to twenty. New Orleans go into the playoffs. New Orleans, gonna, they could very well be wearing that badge of team nobody else really wants to play because they will drag your ass into the mud and, and kick you a little bit. Who'd you say, New Orleans? Yeah. I think New Orleans is out of the postseason now. I thought they were in. Uh, what happened was oh. the Niners bumped them. The Niners oh, the yeah, yeah. ran over the I've Rams. Been drinking a little. Oh. <laughs> well, the, the I guess I'm going to combine both these games now. The Niners oh, were right. losing in that fourth quarter. They needed a Jimmy Garoppolo touchdown late. Yeah. Everyone wrote off San Francisco, including me. I'm going through the scenarios on my phone. I'm like, oh, no. I haven't slept. Not New Orleans. Please. I don't want New Orleans in the postseason. Right, right. Because you're a Buccaneers fan. Exactly right. So New Orleans, although they win that game, they had to watch Garoppolo go down the field, and the Niners will get that spot, and it'll be That's Niners right. Cowboys. I um I haven't really slept since the Raiders game. If I'm being perfectly honest, I enjoyed it very much, but I have not slept yet. 
at all. And I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not going to sleep till Brooklyn. Uh, Levant guys is, uh, I literally almost said an old radio station. Okay, I almost <laughs> good save, right good save. I almost did it. Um, Shanahan owns McVay, like you were just talking about. Niners over Rams 27 24. Uh, you know, McVay is the wunderkind and all this stuff, and he's great. And this, not when he plays Shanahan, Shanahan smacks him. It's not good. He's a great coach. I say it every single time, and I know it's a dead horse, and I get it, but I, the Niners and Cowboys, when we get deeper into these playoff previews, that is poised right now on a Tuesday to be my favorite sorry, game to we watch. We haven't acknowledged Corey yet. Okay. I got fourth in the Bull Mania, Corey from Greenwich. Great, Corey. Scott's got three. What are you going to do? <laughs> I won, I won I'm a... tied for second, by the way, Corey. Yeah, three. Technically, the tiebreaker got me That's three. Right. That's right. You're three. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it, Niners. Niners are interesting because I I heard Mike Tannenbaum break this down this morning, and I thought it was a really, really good point. There's a lot of familiarity when the Niners play the Cowboys. So the so Dan Quinn was the head coach in Atlanta when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator in Atlanta. So who knows whose system better? The head coach who watched the offense be run or the offensive coordinator who practiced against his defensive scheme, even though he wasn't the D.C.? One of the many reasons why that game, even though I've said for weeks I want Bills Patriots and I get it, the weather is going to play a factor again in that game. That's why a more exciting, intriguing, better watch will be Cowboys Niners. Yeah, it's, it's, that's going to be that's going to be fun. Uh, Dolphins beat the Pats. Flores still gets booted 33-24. Uh, Fish wish the Pats. Mac Jones looks a little bit like a rookie in this one. Yeah, uh, New England does not perform at the level they should and now speaking out a lot of the bowl scenarios and the playoff scenarios and everything else baltimore would have got bumped by miami so they needed a loss of baltimore wouldn't have made the postseason anyways because of what happened to the result of that game here's an interesting comparison here for flores and i think feel like you might feel the same way i was stunned he got let go yeah stunned yeah. i thought of all the list of the coaches Nagy made sense <clears throat> zimmer was rumored fangio rumored yep Wins and losses. Flores was rumored, but... Yeah, but he yeah. was in a different spot. That team was rebuilding with Flores and Tua. Conditions, <clears throat> like, they were poised to build their way up. I never looked at Miami and thought, ah, what a disappointing team at the end, because what would they have to do to live up to the hype? But social media has pointed out today that Adam Gase and Brian Flores over three seasons have almost the identical record. Gase has one more victory. I think that's not really? an apples and apples comparison, though, right? Like right. those that franchise was at a different spot. To say like Adam Gase was a better coach than Flores, I don't know if that's even close no. to being true. But Gase got to the postseason with Jake Cutler, and Flores did it. But so much has changed in that division; it's not even the same comparison. Well, the, the rumor is it has to do with Flores not wanting to do things the way the organization wanted to do things. Was never really on board with the Tua situation. May not be on board with. Let's say they want to go Deshaun Watson. Like he could be the kind of guy who looks over and go. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to tolerate his quarterback going out and getting rubbing tugs. You know, like right. he, you know whether whether it be voluntary or involuntary, he's not going to like. He just doesn't want that press for a quarterback. I mean, you, you got to remember the the Parcells statement was always, I don't want to. I don't want a superstar quarterback. Now, Belichick hasn't exactly said that, but it, you know, look at look at how Brady was the entire time he was there. Look how Mac Jones is. Flores might be looking around going, I don't want one either. So Tua wants to be a star even though he isn't playing like one. He's playing okay. And then you're going to try and give me Watson or whoever else? No, no thanks. Okay, well, we don't want you. Peace out. I don't think he'll be unemployed very long. No. Um, our guy Cam, Instacam. Hello, boys. Um, everybody's doing the 10-year challenge. 
I'm almost convinced that 10 years ago when Cam was a small child, he was a bit of an arrogant dick. Good looking. Cam, Cam, I'm putting it out there. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Good looking kid. He's got that look. He's doing like the rock eyebrow. He's like, what's up? Like, I think, I think our guy Cam, you know, now grounded down to earth. Great guy. I think when he was a kid. Might have been a bit of an arrogant, arrogant day. Whoa, I, I looked Might at have it. been. Cam, Cam, tell the truth. So Don't, You be honest. Cam, were you full of yourself? You're <laughs> telling me Cam's got like the model rock swag to him 10 years ago. Now he's embraced who he is and he's a changed man. All right. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he just seems – maybe it was just like – maybe somebody said give me blue steel. I don't know. I don't know what, what was going on there. But uh, I don't know. I'm logged in as – I can't use my Facebook right now. How everything I, I like log in to somebody else. Um, <laughs> somebody used my computer when I was away at lunch today. Whose computer is this? Who is this? Where Where's, am I? Where's all this porn coming from? <laughs> um, tell the truth, Cam. Tell the truth. Um, no, it's like it's a great pick. I was like, oh, it's a great pick of Cam. And I'm looking at him like, look at Cam. Cam looks like he likes himself a little bit more than I thought he did. Mm. Good for you. Um, man, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have a lot of Corey comments coming up in a little bit, but they suit the end of the not so rapid recap more than right now. Seahawks over cards 38 to 30. Uh, who who the freak are the are the Arizona Cardinals? Are they are they the team that can beat anybody? Are they the team that can lose to a team like the Seahawks who had nothing to play for? Uh don't have the talent you have on the field. And are the Cardinals just going to get annihilated in the playoffs two months ago you and i sat here and i talked about how the cardinals are the best team in the nfl they're playing like it they deserve the credit they're in the spot blah 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 now they're a five seed going on the road in a divisional game against a team hey they hey, hey i was time. a good little boy cam says that sounds like something arrogant dick would say huh? <laughs> i knew it cam i knew it <laughs> i don't feel good about arizona all of a sudden they went from the best team in the nfl to i'm upset him uh, cam i'm kidding i'm kidding it's a joke friends joke cam sorry I don't feel good about Arizona anymore in that match Monday against LA. No, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, I feel great about it. I picked LA to win it all. So uh, that, that feels pretty good to me. Um, your Buccaneers, there was like a second or two earlier. Where I was like, oh, I don't know if they care. Then they went 41 to 17 over the Panthers. Matt Rule will not be fired, allegedly. Maybe he should. Maybe you should. How'd you feel about your boys, the Bucks? I think that you keep Matt Rule as the coach for the Panthers for a decade. <laughs> I actually would have extended him as a Bucks fan if that was an option. Here's the great part about having Tom Brady on your favorite football team. There are things that are just going to happen, and you feel so great about it. Uh, the Bucks early on, and maybe this is just the, the mantra of this team, and they can't do this this week when they get the Eagles. They just don't always start off great. The Patriots used to always have a pretty good start under Brady. The Bucks have not. That was awesome. When you get a two-touchdown lead with Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay defense, you know the game's over. How great has that felt as a Buccaneer fan for 15 years knowing your team stinks? And then when you get a two-touchdown lead, Jameis Winston's not quarterbacking your team and thrown to the wrong squad constantly. It's amazing to have that feeling. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like, all right, guys, the savior of your franchise is going to be in his mid-40s. What is he, a head coach or offense coordinator? What is he? No, he's your quarterback. You're probably going to win. You're going to win at least one Super Bowl. You're going to be in contention for at least one more. You guys don't win this year. Does he come back? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He never leaves. He'll Jesus. play with Jesus. They were teammates at one point. I know. That's insane. Insane to me. Um, all right. And then the, the final game, the win and you're in or tie and you're in game of the week. Raiders top the Chargers in overtime. Clock expiring. So close to a tie. 35 to 32. My favorite part of this, and guys, you were in some of these group texts. Everyone checking on me, like, you okay? You okay? You okay? The Raiders at going in to Sunday night 
won three overtime games this year. They could not. I, I don't recall them putting anyone away like all year. I don't recall them winning a game starting. They won like Derek Carr now has 30 fourth quarter or later drives to win games in his career. I believe he's got 57 wins. I'm not even like, I'm not making that up. So 30 of, so, so 27 times they won a game where he didn't have to take them down the field late to win it. That's insane. So they're in, uh, which means ipso facto, the Steelers are in. You're welcome. And I've been receiving thank yous. It's, I don't know, my brain is just registering this today, but I keep going to like all time rankings. Where's it go? And it's fun to have those conversations. But for you, it's been 20 years, LeVac. 20 years since your Raiders have won a postseason game. They've gone to the playoffs twice since that loss in the Super Bowl. The one doesn't really count. Because Carr got hurt, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, he broke okay. his leg like two weeks before. So, and I know it's hard to evaluate regular season games because there's so many over that course of that 20 years. But isn't that quite possibly your favorite Raider victory in the regular season the last 20 years. Now, I know one you and I watched together that wild Buccaneer game back in like 2016 was just a fun game, and it was like 180 yards and penalties for the Raiders, and they still won. But think about that. That might be your favorite victory in the regular season for the Raiders in the last 20 oh, years. This season, like the Ravens game, this, the, um, the one I did the most damage was the win over Cleveland last year because when they won late, I jumped up and I punched uh, an antique light fixture, like I was like like <laughs> Japanese anime. You know, threw my arm up in the air. Roman Reigns. Yeah, and the whole and it just I mean pieces of stained glass are like in my finger. There's blood everywhere. Don't and, you? Yeah, forget right. About like, it. Yeah, like Judd Nelson <laughs> at the end of Breakfast Club. And um, it's still I still have it out of my front porch because I was like it was a really nice like antique. I don't know if somebody can fix it. Like if you know someone who would like an antique light fixture that just needs a little bit of work, I will give it to you. I will give it to you so that you can do, like, because it, it didn't deserve the end it got. I was going to sell it. Godzilla Media Gift Store still available. I'll we can do put it. it up I there. will give we'll it talk to you. We'll talk to our friends. Um, but that, so there's, they've had some really good wins the last, like, you know, couple years. This this season, because everything went on, it's definitely up there. Um, Marty Kelly Jr., Staley's fourth down behavior is insane. That cost the Chargers two wins, exclamation point. Uh, yeah, he's different. As I So I get a text from you, Albany football coach, Greg Gattuso, before the game. If your Raiders tie tonight, I will never speak to you again. <laughs> so he's from the Pittsburgh area, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, so I was like, okay. So he was texting me during the game. At one point, he said, like, what, what is that 14-year-old boy who's pretending to be a head coach doing? And um, I'm, clear, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing slightly. Uh, I wrote back, analytics equals a smart word for stupid play calling. <laughs> like, it's just, it, it was so, it, this is what the guy does. This is who he is. He's a genius. He's going to use his stuff. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry if you, air quotes, genius air quotes. Um, but remember, he was the darling of the NFL for the first six to eight weeks. Everybody loved him. His meetings, his questions, his con everything he said, everything they did. Everybody loved him. If you are a slave to analytics, you are going to lose. Analytics are supposed to be part of what you do. You still have to look at a situation and go, hey, if I blow this, the Raiders are going to at least kick a field goal. And I don't want that. I'm going to kick the, I'm going to punt the ball. You can't, analytics, it, when, <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. If, if the LA Chargers are listening, analytics are genius. 
You should always use them. Whatever the numbers say, that's what you should do every single time. Brandon Staley's a mix between uh, remember the corners over the last 10 years? Like Richard Sherman became popular because of the UMAD bro Tom Brady thing. Like wanted attention, and that's how he got recognized for being how could he was. Well, Josh, Sherman, no, the first one was, don't you ever talk about me? Yeah, well, I might have been the same season. I don't even was remember it? at that point. Remember, but oh. uh, Josh Norman fights Cam Newton in practice, yeah. and then he blows up. So yep. Brandon Staley's this mix between, I'll show you how good I am. You guys don't know who I am? I'll show yeah. you how good I am. A mix between that and some guy who's had way too many beers and is playing Madden and like, punt. It's midnight. I'm not punting. Yeah. Punt. Punts for losers. I'm not going to. See, I thought. It's th- I just, he's like Madden versus way too much swag in that guy. He's like a nerd who's just pushing his glass up. Oh, me. Uh, I have a 45% chance of winning this game. Should I happen to go on this fourth down? I'll be good to go. Everything will be fantastic. And then, like, it doesn't work. It's like, all right. Well, uh, back to the drawing board. He, he, Twice in the timeout in the overtime. Have you seen the clip that's yeah. going viral that they actually were going to take the knee and that it was going to be a that's, tie? Yeah, Basachi has said flat out, like at multiple times during the week, they can they discussed not being afraid to tie. Um, and then Basachi said, like we ran the ball and they didn't call the timeout, so we're like, all right, well we'll we'll you know we'll keep the clock moving, we'll keep it moving. Well, they get in the shotgun formation. He calls the timeout, and then Basachi looks over and goes, "Oh, so we doing this? Okay." They kick field goal and, and you know win the game. Steelers are in, which has been very advantageous for me. I got to thank you from Coach Catuso. Got to thank you from my boy Whitey, um, Dubsy, former former hey, uh, producer yeah. of of the you know Levac experience. Once whatever co-host, then you and whatever. Um, now at Sirius XM Soccer, sent me a uh, Venmo me money for shots. I saw. Yeah, I put yeah. Like a notification yeah. because of that. That's yeah. great. He's like. <laughs> Shots, thank you. Uh, you know, and, and uh, my boy Scotty Bing Bang Bling. He, that all the Steeler fans are thanking me, and I, and and that's the right way to do it. You're welcome. I did that. It was me. I did. Do you that. want to give out your Venmo and just in case somebody else wants to send you shots? Uh, Jeff Dash Levac on Venmo. Jeff Dash Levac. Um, you know, uh, listen. It takes a village to get me drunk, and uh, I'd appreciate any any donations you guys would like to make. I, you know, I'm in. I'm in for it. I am. I'm well, ready. if you're going to send your money that way, we tell you to do this too. Make sure you're saving money with Jared Lozier at Northeastern Insurance. Our guy, give him a call. Here's what we want you to do. He owes me money, in my opinion. Ben Olavac, and then call Jared. 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753. Be like, hey, Jared, just heard it. Levac and guys, just want to let you know. I've decided to give Levac money to drink yes. and watch the Raiders game against the Bengals this Saturday. Is that a good financial decision? Smart move. He may Smart tell move. you no, but I'll help you with other things like your car, your home, any type of insurance for something that's valuable. You guys shop the market for you to find out ways in which you can save some cash. Email him today, J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. I've been telling you this for months. I want the most wacky, insane email header or title sent to him. Question mark? Raiders, money, <laughs> shots, and just leave shots, the, shots, leave the shots, subject blank everybody. and just confuse Jared. Or get a quote and save some money this year. J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. He is Northeastern Insurance's guy, Jared Lozier. Give him a call. Email him. Also help him out. He's a Colts fan. That was a rough loss for our guy, Jared. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, um, saving you cash in 2022. I just got news from you, Albany. Oh, I'll give you that in a second. Oh, um, okay. Not sports, but uh, actually, I'll just was tell it you that. scam likely who left you that? No, time? no. I got. Um, I just got an email. Uh, you Albany, we have decided to postpone the start of the spring 2022 semester from Wednesday the 19th to Monday the 24th. 
Whoa. Classes will begin with a normal Monday schedule on January 24th. So, you know, a little pushback. Obviously, you know, probably a lot of it COVID-related. Um, so my kid gets an extended break. That seems great. We're getting along so well with us both being stuck in the house all the time. <laughs> I'm sure she's thrilled to spend more time with good old dad. Um, that's it. Look, that's breaking news right here. LeVac Goss on a Tech East Tuesday. Breaking news. And by the way, Jared Lazier, if you don't think it's sound financial advice for people to Venmo me drinking money, you're a hack. Okay? Why'd you do that? <laughs> Poor Jared. Because you, know, you, you know it's not endorsed by Jared no, Lazier. No, you know what he's Because you know Jared as well as I know Jared. Jared is not going to Venmo me drinking money. Jared will. I may get nothing from anyone else. Jared will take that as a challenge. Like, oh, so Mitch. All right. How about how much is two top shelf uh, shots of uh, tequila? That's what I'm sending Levac. He'll do it too. He's just Sunday in the hideaway, Jared. Maybe we'll see you there. It will be nice. Yeah, busy week. Busy yeah. week, Levac guys. Um, so today, Techies Tuesday, live from Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Also on the Facebook page, as well as Godzilla Media YouTube, as well as Gaz's Twitter. Uh, also heard in the laughter of children. Um, and then. Thursday, Mohawk Honda. What time are we at Mohawk Honda? 4 to 5.30. 4 to 5.30, Thursday, Mohawk Honda, uh, Freeze Ridge Road in Scotia. And then Sunday, we're back at the hideaway. 11.30 to 1 o'clock, pregame before Eagles Bucks. Thank God I've already broken dry January because there's no way I'm going there and not having a Bloody Mary. Or <laughs> probably shots with Jerry Lazier. Um, all right, let's run through something. Uh, you know, do you want to save all these comments? I would like to save them if you okay. don't mind. All right. If you've written into the show, Fine. blame Goss. I got Fine. a comment I want for Goss. That's my fault. Fine. I'm pushing Whatever. the end you're of the just show. So, you're just greedy. Selfish. You're, yeah, you're, just, you're selfish. You, just, you are. You are. I, I think the reason I'm being selfish is you had such a perfect segue for the UAlbany thing. I thought we were going to swing right into that. I don't know. I don't know if it's a perfect segue. Ooh, I don't know. Interesting. I think I can do a better segue. I think I could be like, um, you know, money in my Venmo. That's something I've missed for a long time. Just like the Albany Cup. Like that? What? All right, now you know where the button. Now you know what buttons work. Now you know. First time in six years I've ever hit a button. And it was actually right. <laughs> you know, like not only did you hit the button, it was actually freaking right. Uh, Albany Cup is back. The announced the press conference was today. We knew it was coming back, but the press conference made it official. Sienna will play you Albany. Um, yay! Good. Finally, cooler heads prevail. Yeah, that that's the attitude I have about this too. That it's finally like. If you evaluate this rivalry, finally the cup has, has come, come back. back to the MVP arena. Oh, the millions. Yeah. I want John Dargenia to do that. <laughs> just like just a face-off rock versus Austin. Just, I'm trying to think. Uh, how would John Dargenio, the athletic director for Siena, deliver that? Uh, finally, the Albany Cup is uh, back here at the MVP arena, and uh, we're very happy. Works well. We've always enjoyed it. It's a good product. We're, we do these things for the people of the capital region, and uh, the world needs more saints. I would say John Dargenia would be the rock because of the goatee beard thing going on with Mark Benson. He would be stone cold. Is there <laughs> any doubt in the world that Coach Carm is the heartbreak kid, Sean Michaels? There is not a <laughs> no, doubt. What are you talking about? There is not a doubt. Brooklyn, the hair, the swag. Brooklyn I, Brawler. Oh, I can see Coach <laughs> Carm. Brooklyn Brawler. No, I can see Coach Carm. Dropping a sweet chin music on somebody in practice. Uh, Coach Killings, a.k.a. Killings Lee, maybe like British Bulldog because they put his name sometimes different. I don't know what I want to do with Coach over there at U Albany. I don't know him as well as you do to uh, figure out what WWE wrestler he'd be next year. I'm just trying to think like somebody who's just uber intense. But Ron good, Simmons but guy. for Rook? Oh, God, that would be awesome. He just comes out. Damn! Damn! <laughs> this is the Albany Cup. Damn! Damn! <laughs> 
Um, I was to, like I would probably give him Heartbreak Kid before. I mean, that's Kurt Angle, maybe. I, yeah, but he's like he's sincere. Oh, let me think it over. Let me think All right, it over. So, anyways, where I, I was going to go with that is that think, think about this: like across states and upstate New York, there's not a lot of really cool rivalries of within a city in New York, right? Like Buffalo doesn't have two college D1 teams. Syracuse doesn't have it. New York City doesn't really have it. Um, Rochester has D3. That's no shot to D3. I thought but the like, best rivalry in the capital region was you and former employers. I'm uncomfortable. Now it's the Albany Cup. The Albany Cup has now jumped to one. So that's the thing. Like, it never should have gone away. And I don't care who gets offended by that comment. I don't care if you, Albany, gets mad about yeah. it. Take it, never, it. It never should have left because what this event has the potential to be and should be, should be, with no disrespect to the Albany Empire, no disrespect to any other team, like one night a year, this should be the biggest sport event of the year locally. That's what it Could should be. Could Kelly just be Seth Rollins? Oh, yeah. Is that good I one? like that. That's a good one? I like well, that a lot. Since we're doing the wrestling thing, and since you're doing what, what should be here, you've got two just really, really exciting young head coaches, right? And I want to see them clash. I want to see them. So like like Rollins and Reigns or whoever. Like I like I like that that the way that is. I love it. You know what I mean? Like, and they're both guys that I truly enjoy speaking to. Um, it's very it's very exciting that it's here and it's here to stay. That's very very exciting. I hope that uh, I you know I hope that Godzilla doesn't suck and we get in there. We we're, we're, we're out every game <laughs> as the premier. Yeah crappy sports show talk show in the uh, in the capital region um i think i think we should be there by there you mean broadcasting live before tip off next date has not been announced so it could be november could be december yeah i think i think we could definitely make that happen that'd be really cool if we're able to have that happen i was there at the last one that was played that was i believe 2016 during november break which was lame like some of the students weren't back yet uh at sefq and you albany won that game it was a great game so Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I would very much like to have that happen, but uh, thank you to whoever got it done. I don't care who takes credit for it. This was a huge deal to get it done, and I hope, not just because you and I have covered these teams and we know about the programs and the coaches and the people behind the scenes, I hope the Capital Region embraces this, that now it was gone, how big of a deal it is, that this is so unique to Albany that two schools, not even in the same conference, can have one game of the year to say who's the best. That's really cool for this area. Yeah, it it really is, and um, and like to your point about like the premier programs and stuff like that, like you, you know, Siena's basketball program is is nationally regarded, nationally respected. U Albany's is as well, and it's you know, I, I hope this grows too because if imagine if you know Scott Mark keeps the U Albany lacrosse program at the level it's at or higher, uh, our guy Liam Gleason, the the Siena lacrosse coach, gets that program to where you know he feels and knows it could be, and all of a sudden the 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 Albany cup is, is multi sports. You know what I mean? Like just like, you know, all of a sudden coach cash is out there throwing the golf club out. I'll take on all who wants some, you know, like it, it would be, it would be very, very cool to see that continue. And I know women's basketball had it, but it was kind of like spotty because of COVID it was bouncing around a little bit. And I know this report, I think Michael Kelly had it, whether or not that's going to be women's basketball. Yes. Like, you know, this cause you grew up here. I knew this moving out here, what that potentially could have They build it in upstate New York and the empire state. We're talking about, Albany, the capital region, Siena can be known for that cool rivalry. Like, think of stuff out of state. Duke and Carolina, they're in the same conference, but people think about that. And I know that's too high of a comparison, but the point is trying to be made is neighboring colleges competing for recruits, 
victories, national recognition, and what the rivalry can mean. I'm very excited. I was initially like, why did we wait so long? But who cares? Like, the wait's yeah. over. It's already yeah. back. Like, why even sit on that anymore? That's one of those ones that, like, oh, man, I wish this had happened sooner. It's happening. Yeah. Shut up and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's just – it's perfect timing. I think I think your point of, like, I don't care who got it done, I think I think it legitimately is everyone. You know, it, it, there was – there were so many – it didn't take much to derail it in the past, obviously. So now it took everyone to go, we're not going to let this go away. People want it. They deserve it. Let's get it done. The Albany Cup is back. Let's go. Not to make it all about us, but let's do that for a second. It was weird for us. You know, like having these conversations <clears throat> with right. you, Albany people we know, and Sienna people just because, like, we want it to happen as both fans and media members. It'd be like, why do you want that to happen? And somebody else from there somebody, why do you want that to happen? And be like, guys, we're just trying to have a conversation. <laughs> we're, we're not picking sides. We're just trying to have a talk about it. That's it. That's Depending it. upon when you listen to this podcast, which I hate the term podcast. The more I say it out loud, I just show. Say, How about yeah, show? Yeah, this this experience, the Levac and God's experience, Ooh. live from Techies Fire and Water Restoration. You're going to be like, why the hell are they talking about Joe Judge? He got fired. Because Adam Schefter and Justina Anderson are reporting that the Giants have fired head coach Joe Judge. Whoa. So at 5, 5.30 Tuesday night, Tech East Tuesday, we spent about an hour talking about stuff. Joe Judge came along like, hey, he's got a job. I don't understand why he has a job. And now we're sitting there going, oh, that's why he has a job, because he doesn't have a job. Schefter, Schefter and Justina Anderson. So apparently OBJ found out first, because he tells Justina Anderson everything. So... <laughs> I mean, right? Okay. Um, all right. So our show got this is like the old school days. Our yeah. show gets thrown off a little yeah. bit while we're live. Okay. Joe Judge out. So going back to when we just reached Joe Judge back in New, uh, New England. <laughs> Probably. Actually, could Joe Judge be the next Nick Saban Alabama reclamation project? Ooh. I think that's from what we've heard, Joe Judge's personality is very strong. Like he wants to be the rah rah leader, leader. I don't. I think that's Saban's thing. So maybe not. Hold on. There's no way Saban and Kiffin got along. I find. Yeah, I find it very. (laughs) I find it not likely that Bill O'Brien and Saban Sarkeesian is Kirby Smart. Yeah. Yeah. I think Saban's the kind of guy that like, look, stay out my spotlight. I'm the lead singer, and you can do what you need to do. And I'll, I'll, I will I will bring you back from the dead. Yep, and they worked together before, so you know the combination of right. Patriots and Bama and all that stuff. Yeah, that, okay. So yeah, I love that makes sense. And going back to the judge thing, uh, I was going to compare it to remember ten years ago when Rex Ryan had back to back AFC Championship appearances, and then that next year they were like four and twelve maybe, and everyone's like, oh my god, Rex Ryan's the head coach of the Jets. Green Mike Greenberg was screaming for months, fire him right, <laughs> but they brought him back, and the Jets I believe went seven and nine. And they still fired him. So it was just a season of when are they going to fire Rex? The moment that Dave Gettleman retired, air quote, it was all like, how was Judge a coach? How was Judge a coach? And you know what really sealed Joe Judge's fate? Giant fan could argue about anything. Here's what sealed his fate. That play on third down where they're at their own nine-yard line, it's a third and eight, and they got into like the knee formation and it just kind of like fell forward. I don't know if you've yeah, seen this, but yeah, it's gone by. Yeah. That was it. When you're not trying to win the game, right. when you're, you're just trying to stop the bleeding. Oh my god! Like that would—that should have been the play. They said, "You know what? Just head off. Just yeah. this—you've guaranteed to get fired. Enough's enough." I don't know how I feel about this. Ooh, uh, Twitter exploding over here on uh, on the my phone. Uh, the Raiders releasing their 2022 opponents. Shouldn't we be a little concerned about next week's opponent? <laughs> like Saturdays? <laughs> Should we? Like, yeah, I guess so. 
I mean, by the way, we do play uh, at Tennessee, so I feel like that's a Johnstone Supply-funded game. I feel like they should pay for us to go to that game. Okay, well, like, Johnstone Supply, that could possibly happen. I want to go to Nash Vegas. All right, so and Las Vegas. Both. Let's make it happen. I think the way we can make it happen, Levac for Johnstone Supply and Troy, is to help them this winter. The temperatures are going down. It's colder and colder, especially Freaking this month. Freezing right now. It's important now more than ever to make sure your furnace, your boilers are ready to handle that extra workload this winter. Make sure what happens if it breaks down. If it does, you're freezing. It's cold. <laughs> and if, whether it's your family member, your friend, that might be happening to them. Tell them to call this number. Johnston Supply and Troy, 518-272-5922. Levesque's putting in his phone right now, so I you never forget. I actually already have it there. 272 No matter how many times I change uh, Tom's thing in my phone, it just keeps coming up as Johnston Supply. 518-272-5922. Share that number with your friends if something happens this winter, especially with it going down. The crew at Johnstone will give you the advice that you need to get out of that dilemma, that problem. And figure out the best solution. We still got those uh, John Goodman. Yes, they do. Blowers. The John Goodman furnaces are yeah. in stock right now. Okay. High efficiency, as they always are. Stop in the Sixth Avenue. And by the way, call them 518 272 5922. If you want, here's a little hint hit the number two after you hit the number, and that sends you over to Tom, Kevin, James, Rob, everybody over there. When you connect with them, tell me you heard about it. Levac and Goss, right here. Well, especially the, like, as, as somebody who works at a fire and water restoration company. Uh, the amount of frozen pipe calls we've been getting the last like two days. <laughs> on one hand, it's very nice to be alone with my thoughts here. On the other hand, it's creepy when I walk in and everyone's already out on calls. <laughs> it's been it's been pretty nuts. So make sure, yeah, make sure you get that stuff taken care of now. Um, it's it is it is always good to talk to somebody who actually understands and gets it. The lack of knowledge that uh, that Tom has about uh, professional football. Uh, is filled up by a great knowledge of everything you could possibly need at Johnstone Supply. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You, you can't agree. <laughs> you can't agree. I was waiting for that. Um, go back to what you said. I thought you were going to say, I'm more concerned about this, and then you went to the Raider thing. What was your take on Judge? Are you surprised he's actually fired? I I, I, th- I think what it came down to is he had his he had his meeting today with the owners, Mara and Tesh, and apparently everything that played great in that first interview didn't, did not play so well in, in this conversation. I think when he started doing his whole, I get calls from players who wish they were back here and the last locker room sucked before and else like that's what we loved about him in year one, even though they weren't as good as you would hope they would be then was he was a no nonsense, you know, kind of a buck stops here kind of guy. There's a lot of buck passing going on this year. He, he coached. It was almost like he was coaching scared. So I, I can see where you go. Look, you're out. and. I can't I can't help but wonder is this a scenario where you you start talking to these GM candidates and they go I don't want that dude. Like it I get to pick my own head coach or I'm not coming in. Yeah, I think there's something to a lot of the stuff you just said there and I want to ask you this question. It's a big compliment that I'm going to compare from historically speaking, maybe not so much the past few years, but historically speaking, you now have a different way to look at this than ever before because you've got the executive position, the president position with the Albany Empire. Yeah, I got gray in my beard now for the first time in my life, too. It, it feels like it. If Giant Fan feels differently about this, you can let me know. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G was easy on Twitter. At the Jeff LeVac, your comments here for the end of the show. How I view the Giants is that they got this like old-school approach to them. Like They did stuff a certain way for so long. Uh, back to the Wellington Mara days where it was Bill Parcells and Bill Sims and Eli. Like, you know the names for the Giants right. legends. But over like the last seven years, we'll say, something changed. And they the way they did it before doesn't work now anymore. Right. And it feels like 
they've got rabbit ears bad for the Giants. Like today, why wasn't Joe Judge fired Monday, but he was fired today? Did they see the backlash from the fan base and fired him? Goes back to the Eli Manning benching. Did they fire Ben McAdoo because of that? Did they fire uh, Tom Coughlin because of the backlash that the fans? So it seems like the Giants are reactionary more than ever before because of, I don't know, Instagram, Facebook, calls. But you're down in executive spot. Do you get that vibe that the Giants are being too reactionary? I can't, I, I can't help but think it, it was today's meeting. Like, I, I think he, it was one of those scenarios where, okay, you have a chance. Explain to me what happened. I'm not the press. Don't, don't shine me on. Don't mm-hmm. tell me everything. I don't see what's good. I don't see what's bad. Explain it to me. I, I think it's a convergence of, of three things. The meeting went bad. GM candidates are not going to come in if they have choices and take a head coach they don't want. Because, I mean, look, Joe Douglas, same building. He's friends with Gase, and he had to fire Gase. I, I, you got to wonder, it's like you, you put the timer back a year because I had to start all over. Um, I think it's that. And, and, yeah, sure, I'm sure you hear it because you're hearing people talk about not paying for season tickets anymore, selling their season tickets, stuff like that. I mean, uh, Lindsay, who's at uh, New York uh, State or whatever. Back something. in the New York yeah, That one, yeah, New York uh, Groovin thing that she does. Diehard Giants fan, it got a tattoo on her. I can't remember the last time she tweeted anything positive about that team. And you look at the – it was freezing rain, so a lot of people probably weren't going to go to the game, whatever. But to see MetLife that empty, there were more people at a freezing cold New York Guardians game that we went to for the XFL than there were at that Giants game. Yes. And tickets were like $6. I was watching that Giant game, and there's that spot, like the 50-yard line. Yeah. And I was watching my – my cousins who are Jets fans, and I was like, there's nobody there. They're like, right. no, 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 they're like closer down. I'm like, no, 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 like nobody is there at this game. And that cameraman was not afraid to show it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my buddy Chris, who works over at Crossgates, used to be with the Valley Cats. He's like, I tried to sell my tickets. Nobody would buy them. <laughs> nobody would buy the damn tickets. So, yeah, that, I think it was all those things. But judge out. Let's see who, let's see who comes in next. Um, see if they get it right. Ben McAdoo, Pat Shermer, Joe Judge. Who has the best chance? If you were hiring a head coach tomorrow and you had to pick one of the three. Oh, God. They're so awful. Like, even, even like, <laughs> historically speaking. Like, McAdoo's really never got a chance again. Shermer's never. Shermer's bad. I think Shermer's an OC somewhere and he's going to get canned. Yeah, no. <laughs> and now this. I would say Judge just because of age. I'm thinking about age with these guys. And I feel as if Judge has more likelihood to get a second chance than the other two because Pat Shermer stunk in Cleveland. He stunk in New York. Ben McAdoo, how he handled the locker room. He might have been an offensive genius, but people have passed that over. No, I would say judge of the three, but boy, saying those hirings out loud are right. awful. I got to tell you, I think of the three, Shermer's probably the last one I'm going to take to be to be 100% honest with you. He's the uh, Broncos OC. So, yeah, you're right. He's going to be out yep. if he's not out already. Um, I I might give McAdoo the best chance. Because you want to talk about a guy, if I'm a GM, I don't want to come in and, and bring in the same old head coach because I got to deal with those problems. If I'm a if I'm a head coach, do I want to come in and deal with a retiring quarterback? You know, like it, it, I I think McAdoo's probably the guy who's got like I would definitely get him a tailor before I let him come out and do a press conference. But I think McAdoo might be the might be the guy that I would hire before the other two. Oh man, if you're a Giant fan and you want to do something like that. Oh God! I like look. I think seeing McAdoo on the sidelines would probably—I don't even know if it'd frustrate Giant fan. I think what's frustrate Giant fan more, and I wonder if uh, my answer is yes. And I'm telling you this before I even ask the question, but how much did it play a factor of 
Cowboys and Eagles both being playoff teams this season. It, it didn't help. Yeah. Didn't help. And then losing to the football team who can't even keep the railings up in their stadium. Don't have a name. People <laughs> are bringing their own heated benches, and you lose to them. You lose ugly to them. Ty, Tyler uh, uh, Heineken beat you. You know, it, half the team is is hurt, and they beat you. And you, you're you're doing you know QB sneaks inside your own five. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a good look. It's not a great look. Called him Tyler Heineken. I just kept thinking about Taylor Simeon, aka uh, Trevor Simeon, aka Taylor Seaman. Yeah, um, I don't even remember it now. Travis Seaman. Is what Travis Seaman. Thank you. He I'm was in the, the game. He was in the game. I was like, I was, I, never, I was gonna text you. I got busy. I was gonna text you and be like, why is Travis Seaman in this game? Um, <laughs> all right, Levant guys, live from Tech uh, East Fire and Water Restoration. Best way back to normal. I've not slept in three days because of football. I actually, I shouldn't say Amazon. About two, three hours of solid sleep. And the only reason I'm getting any of it is the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with Dr. Fred Dreher. When you live life like a freaking idiot like I do, like a nomadic gypsy who just one, you know, one day I'm over at Tech East handling business. The other day I'm over at the MVP Arena handling business. Then I'm doing podcasts. The nomadic this. gypsy. Yeah, Forget Tyson Fury integrative like, sleep. Yeah, There's the nomadic yes. gypsy for you. You need when you when the head hits the pillow, I gotta go out. I can't be I can't have the snoring, the sleep apnea, all that stuff. Mouthpiece, simple, easy, sleeping great, two, three hours a night. I'm, tonight, I'm going to bed right after this. <sighs> like an old man. Streetlights are out. I'm going to bed. Um, this, is, this is the deal. The mouthpiece keeps my airway open. Snoring's under control. Sleep apnea is completely under control. Feels great. Actually able to function. You can as well. The Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa, Dr. Fred Dreher, lifesaver, literal lifesaver. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Dreher and the crew at the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa to help me sleep better. They will help you sleep better too. Um, you know, I'm sure Joe Judge could probably use a little help sleeping right about now. And uh, help out, you know. It's good for him. There, got you, buddy. Uh, LeVac and Gus. And uh, let's do, do you want to do a the little Q&A? Q&A to end the day? We got a whole, right, we got another show it. coming up let's on Thursday. So if you didn't get through on this, come back on Thursday and uh, stop being lazy. Get it done. Right. You know, just uh, get the questions in. All right, let's go. We'll go. Uh, we'll go right through. I, I got a bunch in here, and if you have some more, you can hit them as well. Let cool. me know. Pepper them in. Uh, Jamie, <laughs> who is your Super Bowl matchup? Hashtag spill the tea. <laughs> Jamie, you're the best. I don't know why I love her so much. I'm asking for uh, her number after this because I actually need it for professional reasons. But she's great. Oh, careful, careful. She's a man eater. I, I want to go first, Levac, because yeah. I, you know how stubborn I am, not just with life, but also with Everything, picks here. All the things. My preseason prediction, one more time, I got it right last year in the preseason with Chiefs Bucks. This preseason I called Bills Bucks. So because it's still alive, I'm going to trail like crazy this week. Money line bets on Bills Bucks <laughs> until I can't stop, and I'm going to roll it over every week. Bills Bucks is seriously my Super Bowl pick. I feel very good about that play. I like the Bills a lot right now. Because of the running game, and I just I think they travel well, and they're not going to have to travel that much. Plus, teams are not going to. Can you imagine going to Orchard Park right now? It's, it sucks here in Albany. It's probably like, you know, which is tit cold in Orchard Park. That's like what it shows. Um, I I I like the Bills, but I'll stick. Same reason as you. My two teams are alive. I have Rams over Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm sticking with Rams over Chiefs. Chiefs, if the Chiefs can can get healthy. You know, if they get through this week and, and you know, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, they aren't limping off the field, that defense is solid. They remind me a lot of your bucks from last year. Just the yeah. defense came together and, and it was on. So I'll stick I'll stick there. I'll do the same as you. Uh, Rams over Chiefs, I'm in. 
Corbin Greenwich. Hi, guys. Real quick, power rank the last 14 teams, one being the best chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, guys? <laughs> Corey, <laughs> Corey loves to you. do, like, the most in-depth, like, just deep, longest possible answer question there is. I'll do this for you, Corey, instead, because I just told you Bucks, Bills, and because they're both going to come out of separate conferences. I would say Bucks one, Bills 2. I'll give you the 14th team, the team I think is least likely to win the Super Bowl is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is least likely? All right. Least um, likely to win. Yeah, I... I would go I would go most of the NFC then the Chiefs, the Bills, the Titans. Raiders are probably just above the Steelers as far as chance to win it all. Oh, the Eagles if they're not healthy, I don't know. I yeah, I I don't I think it's I think it's going to be the only teams I really like in the AFC are the Chiefs and the Bills. After that, I mean even the, I mean the Pats could sneak out, I guess, cuz that's what they do. But uh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, L.A., Dallas, I could see any of those teams actually winning it, although Mike McCarthy already has one Super Bowl, which is probably too many, considering he's not that good of a coach. Um, but that's that, there you go. At the, so, all right, let me see. What we, um, let me see. Uh, just so you know, hey, guys, you were uh, in heat the other day, and you got artificially inseminated. What the hell? What are you talking? Uh, oh, oh, the, the cow, cow named Gaz. All oh, right, the so, cow. I'm yeah, there you go. That's so right, the cow. you gonna have a baby? That's right. You gonna have a little Gaza baby? Gross. But a little Gaza, little Gaza, little Gaza baby. Uh, hey, hey, hey! It's a silver and black kind of day. That's from our boy Stephen G. Moss, dude. I'll take it. And and uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's a Vikings fan. Yes, so he I appreciate I appreciate the solidarity, my brother. Thank you for that. Um, how about your boy Tom? Uh, he just joined in. Huck apparently is his child. Is yes. That, Huck is uh, is is uh, being a bit of a nightmare. I hope I didn't miss the lavish praise the Titans deserve. You didn't miss it because it don't exist. Uh, <laughs> so, so there you go. I got one over here, Levac. Uh, I know we talked about potentially no, doing this. Is that no, right? Him, no go love. Ahead. We beat both of them. Uh, again, still talking about the Titans. Don't care. Uh, and then and Cam answering questions from Jamie. He's got Packers bills. So there you go. Instant okay. Cam. Uh, I got our guy Rigney, and I really wanted to bring this up. He texted this to me. I can't talk about it in this normal chat with Travis because he hasn't watched the show. And this is like a lot of people haven't caught up on Dexter. Yeah. Uh, I'm still hopeful he'll watch. What did you guys think of the end of Dexter? I think this is spoiler alert stuff. Three, two, one. Spoilers coming. Pause it. Skip ahead. Dexter um, finale, your thoughts. I, I Overall, I liked it. I liked a lot of the episode. It didn't go exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, I guess I'm still kind of disappointed in it, but I, I also kind of realized I don't think there is any way I'm going to be happy they end that show. Like this was uh, Boston Dan said they were appeasing the fans. You think about it, this whole season was to appease the fans. It was like it was kind of I, I don't know if you've ever heard me. I, I think I've done it on on our old show. I think there should be a federal law that if a show is on the air for more than like two seasons, it cannot be canceled without it, like a six episode like finale arc. And it almost feels like uh, New Blood was was the the ten episode finale arc. Yes. Uh, I don't know how many people realize this. This is an old media thing. But when most TV shows are written and filmed, the last episode is actually filmed first. So what they do is most writers will actually know where it's going to end. So they'll film the last episode first. Then they'll film the first episode. And then they fill in the middle. So, like, they know they're going to start at point A, point B. And then the rest of it gets filled in a little bit. Yes. Unless it's Lost or Game of Thrones. Because they had no idea where the first right. camera was going. <laughs> yes. Yeah, those shows definitely don't oh. do that. But most shows are written front to backwards and then fill the middle. So, yeah, I think 
uh, Dexter because they changed Clyde Phillips was the guy for four, first four seasons, whatever. Okay, to the finale. That is the best finale of any show since Breaking Bad. Best, wow. best finale of any show since Breaking Bad. I still haven't Bad. watched the finale for Breaking Bad. I still haven't perfect, done that. Perfect, perfect, perfect show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other show's ending that is better than Breaking Bad or Dexter's from watching the show from start to finish was a guy who just, here's another spoiler. Are you spoiler one? We're spoiler. already in spoiler land right now. Spoilers. Did you ever watch the Jinx on HBO? I started to. I never. Oh, my God. Robert Durst just died this yeah. week. Uh, the finish to the Jinx. He was really good with Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. God, that one's Thank you. long. It's Thank so you. Long. That's, a, that's what she uh, said. Oh. No, it really is creepy. No, it really is. <laughs> That's the best end to any show of my lifetime. Crime, drama, or documentary. Go watch The Jinx. That is the best ending. Spoiler alert. It lives up to the hype. Go watch that. The so biscuits limp when the list. night is over. That's, that's, yeah, that's, wow. Wow. Modern day poet right there. Modern day poet. Um, I want to get Antonio Brown on the soundboard, by the way. I don't know if you've seen his podcast oh where he's just yelling. Can I get a can I get a moment of silence? Moment of silence for himself. Like I said, I, gotta make it here. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. That jackass asking for his own moment of silence or the jackasses in the room giving it to him. <laughs> like <laughs> if you ask me for a moment of silence for yourself, the next thing you're gonna hear is, Are you are you fucking serious? <laughs> are you shitting me? Is that, are you serious? Maybe Craig Ferguson used to do something like that on CBS where they like end an interview with just like an, a minute of silence. But that was just so like he's if he had died and was honoring himself. It's just, dude, he oh is. God. He, and then, and then like he's in, he's even said since like leaving with the show, nah, I wasn't really professional. Like it's like that moment of like even he's going to start to come back to earth just a little bit. Like the meds are going to, are going to level out and everything's going to be good. Uh, Corey and Greenwich, Gaz. Big Bang Theory, best end of a, of a series. I've never heard anyone say that before. Is that a nerd. nerd? Nerd, 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 nerd. Instant Cam, have you guys seen Stranger Things? Of course I have. It's not over yet, Cam. It's not over yet. It's not over, it's not Cam. Over. Not over. It's, it's a great show, though. Very, very, show. very good show. Can't wait. Can't wait. See, you know. Are they too old, Cam? I'm actually curious. I'll ask Cam for as a new Levac. Are they too old at this point? Like, did COVID ruin that show? No, because, again, you, you can write around that. You know, it, it, you know I mean... They were great in Ghostbusters. They were great in a lot of other things. And uh, I'm nervous about Eleven making out with people like 18. Like she's gonna make out with the, uh, the what is what is the monster called there? The upside down guy. Oh yeah, I, I don't want to see that. I think they're too old. I think it's gonna be a ruined. Demogorgon. Think, uh, the, the first few scenes were epic. This season, I think it's gonna bomb. In there is a moment where you have to you do have to walk away, but it's but it's not yet. Like I gotta find out. Like I know I know where. If you've seen the the trailers, you know where Hopper is. How do you get there and how's he getting back? That's what I need to know. That's what I need to know. Okay. Do a movie, two hours, call it a year, and call it a Well, no, because we, now we got to wait for the, the Rick Grimes movies from The Walking Dead. All right. We don't know when those are going to come out. They're supposed to be done already. It takes a lot of COVID. Worst thing COVID ever did is play <laughs> the Walking Dead Grimes. movies. That's right. That's it. Oh, man. Um, I think that's, that's pretty it. much We're that's over. it, right? There's nothing else to do. I think it's pretty much the perfect show. I think the thing we need to do, Levac, to end this show is a moment of silence for Levac and guys. I hate you. Are you fucking serious?